Welcome to Darren Daily On Demand, your most trusted resource to help you become better every day. Here's your success mentor, Darren Hardy. I want you to do me a favor. Please tell me I can't do something. Really, I love it. It totally pisses me off, thus fires me up. It's the best form of motivation for me. I can trace most of my success back to someone who said I couldn't do something. It was their voice that played in my head during the grinding and painful periods it took to make a success out of whatever it was that I was pursuing. If you read in my book, The Entrepreneur Roller Coaster, about the junior high English teacher that said, Darren, it's just not in your DNA to be a writer, that sentence, even still, fires me up. Hear it again. You read in my third book, as a New York Times bestselling author, that my junior high English teacher said I didn't have the talent to be a writer. Ah, sweet revenge. I remember when I decided to leave the real estate business to start my own marketing and advertising company in San Francisco. People thought I was crazy because I left when I was at the top of the market. Nobody could believe I was leaving, particularly my dad's wife, who I love, but she said something to me that I owe a great deal of my success to thereafter. I can still remember where I was, sitting at their kitchen table, and I remember the look on her face when she said it. It's the picture that was taped to the mirror of my mind all the while thereafter. She said, you'll be back. There's nowhere else you can go and make this kind of money. That was it. Resolve cemented. That was just the motivation I needed when times got tough, when I hit the rough patches, when I got knocked on my butt or doubt started to creep in. I just replayed her words, you'll be back. And instantly I was fired up again. Never, my mind would repeat like a mantra. She helped me burn the boats, so to speak. I owe her a great debt of gratitude. I remember reading about the great actor, Sidney Poitier, the first African-American to win an Oscar in 1964. He had to deal with seemingly insurmountable adversity and very active haters. When asked why he kept persisting, he said, after my first audition, the casting director said to me, why don't you stop wasting people's time and go out and become a dishwasher or something? That was it. This is true of so many illustrious careers that the world reveres today. Elvis Presley often recited that Jimmy Denny, the manager of the Grand Old Opry, considered the sacred temple of the music genre that he was after, and Jimmy, its high priest, said, it was after Elvis's very first performance, Denny fired Elvis on the spot and told him, you ain't going nowhere, son. You ought to go back to driving a truck. That's all Elvis needed to hear. And you know where the big O got her mojo, right? Of course, I'm talking about Oprah. On her first position from primetime TV, she was fired and told that she was unfit for television news. Oh, Donahue and many others since wish that person never said that to Oprah. You just awoke the beast. The beast whose new motivation and resolve would go on to create one of the most powerful media empires in, his, in history. As Frank Sinatra said, the best revenge is massive success. So instead of trying to go reject the words people tell you about what you can and can't do, absorb them. Let them boil your blood. Let the words harden your resolve. Then plot and scheme to take unrelenting action to prove those SOBs wrong. It's 
fantastic motivation. Then you can fly them to your Hall of Fame inductee ceremony, place them on the front row, and during your acceptance speech, wag your finger at them like Michael Jordan did to Pop Herring, the high school basketball coach who cut him from the team and say, you made a mistake, dude. Love your haters. They give you someone's ass to kick. <laughs>